You're listening to Live from My Mother's Basement with me, Mike Marino. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's yours truly, Mike Marino, bringing it to you live from my mother's basement. And as you could tell by the, what's going on in the kitchen, I'm not in my mother's basement. I'm in Los Angeles, California. Once again, misplaced from the family on a holiday. This time it happens to be Easter Sunday, and I'm in Los Angeles. But I'm going back to New Jersey next week because I begin my next big, big comedy tour. And today we're on our way to go to a little Easter party here in Los Angeles or Burbank, California. And one of the coolest things is I have an East Coast friend with me right here, right now on the show. And it is the one, the only from Long Island, New York. This is Sal, the voice, Valentinetti. Say hello to Sal, everybody. Everybody, one of us. (laughs) We grew up saying, you know, there's so many Italian people from the East Coast that they know how to say things like uh, Bona Pasqua. They know how to say Bona Natal. But you ask them to have a conversation in Italian, and that's that. You know what I mean? I don't don't even know how that all happened, that at one time, uh, everybody was bilingual that came over on the boat. And now, all of a sudden, the next generations, they can't say anything but, like, fangul. Well, that's not even Italian. Well, it, like, there's no G in fangulo. Well, how, like, what is Like, gabagol. We say gabagol. Yeah. Right? Capricola Capricola is, is gabagol. So we say gabagol. I always say gabagol. Yeah. I, never, I never even knew it was Capricola until I moved to Los Angeles. And then everybody was like, what are you saying? I'm like, gabagool. Where's the gabagool? Where's the gabagool? I'll take a pound of gabagool. I got to take a pound. And then we're like, why are you yelling? I'm like, I'm not yelling. I'm asking. Where's uh, the gabagool? Yeah. But anyway, so it, that's, that's very interesting. Right now, we got some friends writing into the show. We'll try not to shake the table. We weren't extremely prepared, but we do have some snacks. We do have some Italian delicacies. We're going to talk all about that. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to talk about the career of yours truly, Sal Valentinetti. So, Brian, it's nice to see you. Mr. Sokol, it's nice to see you, too. I hope you guys are having a great time back there in New Jersey. Nancy Fogno from my hometown in the Marion section of Jersey City, New Jersey. A lot of people writing in. Brandon Bruno from Rockstar Clothing. I think you met Brandon Bruno. I did have a Brandon. That's right, because you remember we had the watches. Yep, I had from the watch and I had the T-shirts. Brandon Bruno from Rockstar Clothing. It's nice to see you. Happy Easter, everybody, and thank you so much for writing into the show. Of course, we're here live on Facebook. I don't know what's going on with Instagram. Nobody seems to be writing in, which is really, really weird. Well, there goes Rosemary. All right, I stand corrected. Nice to see you. And Tina, it's nice to see you. And I'm here with Sal Valentinetti. And there's Cody Hawk from out in a different part of the country. See how everybody's going to write in now like lightning speed. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I like that. So listen, we're going to talk today about what's going on in the world. Now, we're in Los Angeles, California, because we're both in show today. Right now, of course, we're misplaced. Uh, we're misplaced because, A, okay, we come from Italian Catholic families. And where is our family today? Probably surrounded surrounded this big, huge table with food coming in from Francis and Jerry and Pete and Anthony. My mother gave me the menu. When I called home the other day, said, hey, how's things going? Oh, we're having this, we're having this, we're having this. You know, it's kind of torture. But uh, I'm doing a show out in Oklahoma next week, and I'm having my roadie meet me in Oklahoma with a dish, a frozen dish, my mother's big TD. 
So that's going to happen. That, that's an Italian fellow. When you're going to Oklahoma on tour mm-hmm. and your mom, who's full-blooded Italian, yeah. says, oh, no, 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 you're not eating that kind of food. I'm going to make you something nice, and I'm going to get it to you. So he has a roadie driving from New York to Oklahoma with big CD just almost, so. Almost like it, it, it was like a courier with a heart. <laughs> Except that it's big CD. Yes. He's bringing them the, the, the liver, the transplant. <laughs> but when I first came to California uh, back in the day when I was around your age, mm. my mother used to mail me. Without, I'm not even kidding. A box like this, back at the time when mailing something was expensive, she would mail me meatballs and brajol inside what we called gravy. I don't know whether you said gravy or sauce. Sorry, sorry. It's sorry. It's all backward. That's yeah. okay. It's not really a Jersey thing, I think. I don't know. Right? It is a, it's a Jersey Philly thing. Because <laughs> I'm going to Boston, nobody says gravy. Ooh. New York, nobody says gravy. Brooklyn, they call it gravy. Some of them Right into that. It's, a, it's an argument for a different show. Yeah. All right. But I would say gravy. My mother said gravy, who's born and raised in Italy. So I don't I don't get it. But that's what she said. It had something to do with the meat. Let's put it that way. Okay. Well, my mother would take the brajol, the meatballs, the sausage, uh, and, and the uh what's one more meat that would be in, let's say, sauce? Sausage, brajol, meatballs, ribs. Oh, and the meat would fall off the bone, oh just God. melts in your mouth. And that's why we call this gravy. Kind of, you ever eat this gravy by accident? No, I know. <laughs> and then, then you're going to have to explain that. Yeah. So Rajol is held together with string. Because you're making it in the sauce. And you make like, uh, what's, what's the fuck you Beef stroganoff. Not here at the table. Beef stroganoff. You ever have beef stroganoff? It's all very tender. What happens, you put the meat in the sauce, just like the stew, it gets very tender. It cooks the meat slow, very tender. In, in order to keep it from falling apart, it comes wrapped in string. Right. Now, my fat ass, I, I go right in. I go, I put a hand right in the pot, pull it out and start eating it. I One time I ate the string. I ate the string. I was in the bathroom for three hours. I was like a wind-up toy. <laughs> I don't want balls coming out of your ass. What's <laughs> flying in your ass? Rajol. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> I want to do a shout-out real quick. It's Erin O'Brien. She's a great actress. She came to the show. And there's our friends, Uncle Louie from the Uncle Louie Show. Oh! Hey, yo. How you doing, man? Hello. Happy Easter, Buna Pascua. you? Look at it. Yeah, but these guys are writing in from Italy, and they're talking in Italian. Which is Popet. 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 In Italian is... is uh, Popet is, is meatballs. And Brajol... Popete I call it ragu. Ragu is a meat sauce. See? Well, that's that's how you say, you say, ra- you say, you say ragu in our neighborhood. Someone's going to get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my, my mother came to visit me once here in California. I had a jar of ragu in the cabinet. She just started crying. Is this what I taught you? Is this all you Dry know? Sauce. They don't have like Rayos or Victoria. Like, that's acceptable. Right. I've had like Victoria sauce. That's acceptable. Rayos. It's acceptable. I go, Franco, all that crap. Like Chef Boyardin. <laughs> Chef Boyardin. Chef you remember Chef Boyardin? I remember when I was a little kid and everybody went to school. I came from a very big Italian neighborhood. And when everybody went to school, they had 
uh, brown bags. At the bottom of the brown bag was oil, grease stains. Everybody had meatballs, leftover, greasy shit. And then the Midigans, what my mother would say, the Midigans, they had the uh, uh, Chef Boyard, the ravioli out of the can. Oh, <laughs> I used to say to my mother, why can't we have this? Crack right in the head. Lunchables. My, my generation had these lunchables, like repackaged, like meat and crackers and a vanilla ham sandwich. Never. I used to go with a grease stained thoroughbag, <laughs> a thoroughbag with the rolled up. My mother used to put, or, or my mother used to make like, um, to do sauces with peppers or something like that. She gave me the container, so I had to bring home the plastic container. All my other friends had lunch bowls. I was in a very like Irish, German, Irish neighborhood, you know? The neighborhood I was, when I was born in Jersey City, New Jersey, in the Marion section, everybody was Italian. And when we moved to the suburbs, it had a street called Cook Avenue. This street was so Italian. You walked out there and you're like, hey, Di Francesco. And everybody came out of the house. Yeah. But, you know, it's a nice way to grow up. goes out here. No, they ain't no Di Francesco. Oh, my God. We're lucky we could find some places out here to get some good Italian authentic food. So we went over to this place called Pinocchio's in Burbank. And we got ourselves a nice little uh, appetizer. Andy Bast. Well, I, I really can't say Andy Bast the way I would because there's no uh, olives here. There's no, there's no, there's none, no delicacy meats. Usually like Andy Bast in my house is a, is a dish uh, the size of like a gun. Big one of those big things, and they put it on the table, and they roll up meat all over it. It looks yeah. like a flower. Yeah, it takes like an hour. Oh, yes, yes. It's got the hams. Uh, at least we got, but at least we got Lucatelli cheese. Yes, we got some Lucatelli cheese. Show them, show them. That is now the official sponsor, Mike Moreno, live on tour. So if you're coming to see a show anywhere, we got Lucatelli mm. cheese, which is delicious. Nice you can get anywhere on. around the world. Mm. But we also got some pepperoni and uh, salami. salami. Now, of course, there's no, uh, what's another Italian delicacy meat? Well, there's not super side. No, that's all right. Actually, in my family, crackers wouldn't be in the plate. This no. is this is American. Right. There's some bread. Uh, you have the Easter bread, the lard bread uh, with the yeah. prosciutto in it? Yeah. Ooh. Before I came back out, California, somebody gave me these. This is an Easter, uh, hardcore Italian Easter. I don't know what the hell it is. I got two bags of that. They're not very good, very be honest. You got to get the little, my aunt goes to Arthur Avenue in the front. The Arthur Avenue Market every year, and she gets the little, the little um, rally. They're like little, little bows. These are huge. We got some wine. We're gonna be going to a party. There's gonna be a lot of great food at the party. The wine should make these better. Yeah. Peanut butter would make them better. <laughs> some or some sauce. Sauce. My father used to take them out of the container. Just stand in front of the fridge like it was a lunch counter. Just dip them into the sauce. <clears throat> but there was, there was this little, um, this little twist. Really good. You get a burrata, you cut it open, cut all the glass inside. You take it, you just scoop it out. Oh my God! See you guys in wild. But I will see you June 
pissed. Where are we going to be, Mike? Well, I'm seeing all these people that are writing into the show, which is really, really great. That's Charlene Corvino, and she's out in Las Vegas. Hi, Charlene. How you doing? I'm hanging out with Sal, the voice of Lentinetti. This kicks some serious ass all over America's Got Talent. We've been doing a lot of shows together on stage, which is really, really great. And here's our friend, Denny. And Denny's a really big fan of um, our friend, Dina Martin. Oh, and nice. he's writing in from the Italian-American Club in Las Vegas, Nevada. So we're all going to be coming to Las Vegas and many, many different cities. And uh, you're going to be really, really happy with the show. I mean, you don't have to be Italian to love what we're doing. I mean, it might help out a little bit. But, you know, the music is great. The comedy is a lot of fun. And uh, we're all sponsored by Luca Deli Cheese. Italians? Yeah. Got to be real about it. Let's try it. Maybe that don't make the Corrali good. You wrap it like that, make the little sandwich. I feel bad. We don't have any sauce for him to dip that in. But if you talk about this, my watch, I bet you, no matter what, he's going to understand exactly where I'm going. Back in the day when you were living at home with your family, whether it was Easter Sunday or just a Sunday in general, you woke up to that smell of that sauce in the kitchen simmering. Oh, yeah. Just simmering. Even before that, get the um, the stuff. It's always like six, seven a.m. when it starts. My mother take the garlic and slice it nice and thin, and then put a little olive oil at the bottom of the pot, and just put on low heat and let that garlic just emulsify in the oil. Marinate clear, but a marinade. Marinate. Freaking unbelievable. That smell alone with the Italian bubble, that garlic. Putting the garlic in that big pan and simmering it with that olive oil is just the best. And if you take that garlic and you, like in the gar in Goodfellas, you slice it nice and thin and it starts to sizzle, mm -hmm. like that little crackling, crackling noise mm -hmm. that it makes down there. And that's when your mother came home and started putting in the, uh, the tomato, tomato paste. paste. Mm -hmm. the, a little bit of meat. You brown the meat in the bottom. Meat was in the other thing. Sauteing. Right. And then you take and put a little bit of tomato paste. And then the San Marzano tomatoes. I don't know what kind of tomatoes your mother used. My mother always got San Marzano tomatoes. They had the Nina and the big, the big giant can. She would get them already peeled so that she just have to boom, put them in the food processor, make them you know nice, put the whole thing through a sieve. Because if the seeds get in the sauce, sauce gets better. Calves better sauce. That I didn't know that. Whatever. Very interesting. No seeds in the sauce. No seeds. I can never have seeds anymore anyway. I got diverticulitis. All right. But then tomatoes, a little basil, salt, pepper. Some people use wine. My mother never used wine. She'd make it slow and long enough. All the bitterness, all the acidity, it all just cooks out. You have this beautiful, sweet, aromatic sauce with the basil. Then you take a piece of bread. You take your local belly cheese, cut a little piece, <clears throat> dip it in the sauce, put the cheese on it, munch. Right now, not even to interrupt because this became a cooking show. Oh, yeah. It's Susie Yango from Catch a Rising Star. Look, Bona Pasqua, she's saying, and make sure that no matter what we do, we cook with Lucatelli cheese and Calavita olive oil, which That's we're right. hoping is going to be a proud sponsor of us on tour around the world as they well. Better be <laughs> Look, we just finished eating. You guys are making me hungry. That's what we do. The Italians, 
we talk about food, the reason why I'm a gaon, when we talk about food, we talk about it with such a romance about it. There's so much, there's, there's, a, there's a beauty behind everything that we eat. There's a purpose behind it. Eating to us is kind of sexual. Yeah. 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 Sometimes, and, and I don't want to speak for him, he's a lot younger than me. Sometimes food might trump sex. Well, yeah. It just became a dirty show. <laughs> As my sons eat. <laughs> what do you mean you're done eating? <laughs> Maybe I'm not. So getting back to the original cooks to the story, we get up early on a Sunday morning, and you smell this unbelievable stuff going on in the house. Now the kids are upstairs in their rooms. Your mother's on the first floor, and your father's in the basement doing God knows what. And all of a sudden, wake up, everybody. You're going to be late for church. Remember that? Oh, yeah. church. Can't touch anything. I remember my, my mother would talk to my father for three days. church right and then on the way home from church that's when your mother signaled your father somehow because there was no cell phones but your father got that message I don't know how we got it but it said go to the deli pick up some bread and whatever else they would have needed for the day yeah. like basket cheese or maybe some kind of uh, ricotta cheese or whatever it is and uh, something for the tape gotta bring something for the tape so then they would come home with these long, beautiful pieces of Italian bread, sometimes French bread. And you weren't allowed to touch this bread. But how are you going to get past that pot of sauce without doing something? We're going to do stick your finger in. You'd burn your finger. Right. So mommy went someplace else in the house. And what you do? You took what we called the ash of the bread. The heel. Because it does look like the heel of a foot. My mother called it the ass. So we take the ash of the bread, and you dip it in the sauce, and you put a little grated cheese. Did you ever put cheese on it? Oh, yeah. A little, a little grated cheese. cheese. Looks like a tiny little pizza. A hot red pepper or some pieces of garlic, if you could find it. Oh, yeah. And you put it on that. Put it on that, and then you'd eat it. You'd burn the shit out of your mouth. You'd be like, ah, ah. But then you'd eat it again right yeah, away. You, 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 ever, you ever eat a slice of pizza, you burn your roof of your mouth, you and then you just going. keep eating it anyway. Like you didn't like you didn't learn your lesson. Because you were gavon. You gotta remember, we gotta explain that word what that is. It's like a jerk. A gavon is somebody who consumes everything inside. Now you could be a gavon if you're selfish, you're a gavon. But you could also be gavon. You like to eat, which we do. Salo, look at that. Salo. A little sandwich that you do with the You made a mini sandwich. How you doing? All right, so you're a gavon if you eat too much, or you eat out of tech, out of, out of, uh, like a gavon is also the type of guy who sits down to eat, and he don't wait for everybody. You can't eat before everybody sits down. You get slapped in the back of the head. So everybody got to sit down, and then you start to eat proper. Even if your mother's in the kitchen, you ain't, and she goes, eat without me, eat without me. Don't eat without your mother. Sometimes 
in the joints and on the table and wait till everybody at the table is certain. Yeah, that's yeah. the right thing to do. If Some somebody people are gabons. Yeah. You ever go out with a, a you know, maybe you're out with a friend and you're sitting down and she decides, I'm gonna start eating before the waiter brings out your dish. And you can tell your future. Ain't gonna work. That's right. She don't touch that thing, open the door, it's not gonna be good. Same thing when you're sitting down at a restaurant. You sit down, her meal comes out, and yours is still cooking for some reason or other, you don't touch that. You notice we were at the club last night. My food came out and? I told them, and that's different. When somebody says, go ahead and eat, it's gonna get cold, mine's coming out. That's okay. But he waited, he waited. I waited, that's the way I was raised. Even when the guy came over and he goes, it's gonna get cold, that's okay. He didn't get his dish yet. It's different. Yeah. They should have, how, how do you bring out one plate and not the other plate anyway? It's the restaurant's fault. How about that diner before? You ever been to a diner where it took you 20 minutes to get a cup of coffee? Even five minutes is exhausting. The place was empty. This is the no-ho diner here in North Hollywood, California. Three waitresses we call sittings. Yeah, that's all that was in there. Three waiters, two cooks, and what me you, and him. What did you say it was called? The North Hollywood what Diner. What it used to be called? Sittings. They should have kept the name. The only thing is sitting and not eating. Yeah. <laughs> sittings. And uh, so we're sitting there waiting for some somebody to come over, give us some service. They ordered a cup of coffee. The lady disappeared. Then she comes back with the coffee and we say, can you have a check because we're going to leave? Doesn't make you feel good, you know? We want to walk into a place. Hey, how you doing? Is everybody here? Come on, it's sit down. Hey, oh. It's like, it's like I was, you know, they want to do me a favor, like coming over and bring me coffee. Yeah. If anything, they say, if coffee's going to be a couple minutes, we're going to make a fresh pot because we saw you just came. They didn't do that. She, like, heated it up. I put it back on the table. <laughs> so we're getting a letter from someone who's Jewish. And that is J.C. Dreesen, and she's a great uh, entertainer. She's a singer from Long Island. She was at the show when you came, yeah. when we were at Governor's, and she goes, you guys are killing me. I have to have monster all week. But she's fancy. Well, happy Passover to you, and, uh, you know, good luck with that. Good luck with that. Make sure you don't eat nothing until your time is uh, whatever it is. But, you know, we keep on hitting all these great stories, but we didn't finish. What happens when your mother finds out that you took the heel or the ash of the bread, you dipped it in the sauce. What we used to do is to hide the fact that we lifted it up, we took the bread out and shoved it back in the reverse. So then you could see the heel on the other thing. But by way, yeah. Get over here. Which one of you bastards? My mother used to say, your dirty hands, you know, wherever have your hands have been and you're touching the bread, your cousins are coming over. Why don't you just put your fingers in, in your Aunt Lucille's mouth? Where have your fingers been? <laughs> and you little kids, you start thinking, oh, where was my fingers? <laughs> but uh, man, back in those days, you really missed the way things used to be. Now you have two misplaced Italian kids from back, well, kid guy from back east out here struggling or not struggling whatever it is that we do in the entertainment business fight and here we day. are fighting the fight to get in the game whether it's funny or whether it's music it's uh it's crazy but here we are we're having fun and everybody's watching the show I'm and we're kicking ass that's the thing. It's out here it's so unique people look at us like we're from another planet 
at home with just two guys. Hey, here's a good shout out to our friend who's an actor in the industry. That's uh, Gennaro Pastore. He's a phenomenal actor. He's been in a lot of movies, a lot of TV programs. And uh, we want to say, uh, you know, happy Easter, Gary. Happy Easter, Eileen. Charlene, I miss you. We're going to be coming out to Vegas very, very soon. Brian Figaro. Nice to see everybody. Thank you so much for watching and hanging out and spending some time with me and Sal while we're uh, doing what we have to do here in Los Angeles, California. We all have a lot of shows. We're going to talk about that. Right now, we want to finish up talking about how we miss Easter on the East Coast. We decided to spend Easter with all of the Italians in L.A., so we're here. <laughs> we called up every Italian in Los Angeles. Uh, Actually, there are a lot of Italians in Los Angeles. They're just a little bit dispersed. But if you go to Northern California, the Napa Valley, and, of course, San Francisco, there is a lot of Italian people, especially in San Francisco, where they got the Girardelli Square. That's the wine square. Right. You grab yourself some wine on the way over, you go up to Grapevine, and then you're happy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. And now, then you get Lucatelli cheese. You got to get Lucatelli cheese. Look at this. You know what they call a Russian dictator on a cracker? What? Putin on a Ritz. Putin on a Ritz. <laughs> I can't even laugh. I got cheese in my mouth. Son of a bitch. That's some yeah. gooey cheese and gnocchi. <laughs> Check this out. This is how, you know, he came Isn't it funny? He came over in a tracksuit, and my tracksuit's hanging on the wall. Okay. You know what it is? It's called being comfortable. I just want to be comfortable. Especially holidays. You know you've got to expand. So instead of expanding into your thought buckle, <clears throat> You want to be comfortable. Let's do a shout out to the Wise Guy Talk Show in New Jersey. There's Michael DeGennaro right there, Jumpin' Gennaro. It's nice to see you. The Wise Guy Talk Show is a great show. It also airs on ddvradio.com, which airs Mike Marino live from my mother's basement. Also on ddvradio.com and Italian American Radio out of New York City.com. So we're so happy to be on those channels. In fact, I bet you any money, Mike, if we call everybody over at the Wise Guy Show and say that uh, it would be nice to have Sal Valentinetti himself on your show when he's touring the East Coast, I'm sure we can make that happen. Oh, yeah. Why don't you tell everybody where you're going to be performing? Now, of course, if you don't know uh, or you're just tuning in now, Sal was the big-time musical killer on America's Got Talent. Walked out on stage and showed everybody, hey, listen, I'm from New York. I'm Italian. This is the way it is. And he sang, and everybody just went ballistic. Now he's selling out theaters around the world. And wants to tell us about what's going on. And what was that like to be on that uh, big, big stage that America embraced so fast? It really changed my life forever. Before that, you know, I was, I was going to school full time. I was delivering pizza. I was singing in like the corners of Italian restaurants on Long Island. Nothing really big. America's Got Talent happened. I changed a lot. Since AGT, two albums, uh, The Voice EP, and uh, Christmas Presents. Uh, and it really has been a tremendous, tremendous, tremendous ride. I get to perform all over the country. This week, I'm doing um, uh, Palm Springs. 
on April 26th at the uh, Indian Wells Theater. May 1st, the Vibrato in Beverly Hills. Uh, then I get some time to go home, got a couple of private things. And then May 18th at the Cabot Theater in Boston, Mass. May 24th at the Suffolk Theater in Riverhead, Long Island. Uh, Jersey, June 5th, the Wildwood Convention Center. Me and Mike Marino, a couple of other uh, characters. Uh, we're going to be doing a nice little little show over That's there in Wildwood. So I've been, I've been able to go like to places like Chicago, Detroit. We're, we're really all over. Very, very lucky. Very lucky. And I got to meet guys like Mike Marino here. You got some friends down in Palm Springs. That's really, really cool. My cousins are in Palm Springs. Send them down to see Sal. Watch him do his show. Bring him out there live. You can go to his website and find out where he can perform. And what's your website? It's salthevoiceny.com. There's one of your Long Island friends, too, right now on the on the show. Right now. Anthony. Hey, Anthony. How you doing, man? It's nice to see you. Bon Happy Easter. Happy Easter, man. Nice to see you. Then, hey, I want to have you on the show next week and when I get back to New Jersey. We're going to make that happen. All right, a lot of Italian people right now. A lot of Italian. Coach Monday from Don uh, Bonka and uh, Italian house party. Always live on a Sunday. But good. <clears throat> one of the greatest things about being an entertainer is eventually you meet your friends who are entertaining as well. And I don't remember exactly when it was, but I was performing at a theater in, I guess, Pittsburgh called Greensburg, the palace. And uh, I was on the show, and a guy said to me, uh, listen, we're going to add Sal Valentinetti to the show. And I go, okay, sounds great to me. What does he do? Because I'm thinking, maybe we're bringing in another comedian. And he goes, no, he's the singer from America's Got Talent. I'm like, oh, man, yeah, I know all about this. This is great. Bring it on. So we went down there, and we did a great show. And oh, yeah. in, the, in the way of, like, a, a Dean Martin and a Jerry Lewis, I went on stage, I did my thing, he went on stage, he did his thing, and then later on in the show, we kind of messed around a little bit to see what would happen. And from there, we went on to do more shows and more shows. It, yeah, because, you know, well, it's more fun for me, I don't know about him, because I'm always by myself performing, and I never have a band behind me, because I don't sing, but being on the road with Sal, and I get to go on stage, and then here comes the band, and then here he comes, it's a little bit more fun, and an audience gets double the bang. Double the bang, because now you're going to get some comedy, and you're going to get some song, bang, bang. and, and it's, it's just really incredible, and it's kind of old school, like from back in the day, let's So we're going to be doing some more stuff like that, and you guys can find out where we're going, what we're doing, and uh, we're going to keep on doing the podcast live from my mother's basement at least once a week. You can find me now on iTunes, iCloud, SoundCloud, Anchor This, and Book That. It's on everything. Very, very lucky. You can watch this. And we're broadcasting live right now, but this is also going to rebroadcast many, many, many times. And all you got to do is go to MikeMarino.net, and you'll find everything, especially my YouTube channel, which is at Mike Marino Live on YouTube. And the series that I'm doing, Make America Italian Again, is going to officially welcome Sal Valentinetti to the show because he will be an ongoing character when you guys start watching what we're going to be shooting. I guarantee you're going to love what he's going to do. All right. <laughs> <laughs> He's fantastic. He's fantastic. Now, um, of course, we know where we're going to find Sal. And uh, we thanked everybody for having some fun and hanging out with us when we're talking about Easter. But there's some bad things going on in the news right now. Yeah. This fire that's going on out there in France. I was there last, uh, two years ago now, uh, doing a show out there. And uh, the, the, the people of France, uh, 
all those affected. I mean, they, I think they've already recovered like a billion dollars to rebuild the church or something like that, which is great. Nobody was injured. But you know what happened? They're redoing all the facades on the outside of the church. So they had all these uh, all these uh, big uh, scaffolding all set up. And there was a fire started on the roof and just ripped through all the, the wooden parts of the church. These old churches are made out of stone. Structures still there, and they're going to rebuild it. It's sad when you see things like that happen. And today, of course, in the news, they're showing that uh, uh, a certain kind of shadowing of Jesus is appearing. Which you know, I I wish we could all believe in that. And yes, wow, look at that, and that's a beautiful thing. And especially Jesus this weekend, in the flame. Yeah, you know, is a there's a lot of thoughts on stuff like that. We don't want to poke fun at it. But, but they're you know, saying Jesus was there. Yeah, he was there. Too bad he wasn't there the day before with, with some water and a hose because, you know, <laughs> I mean, come on. So. Uh, yeah, that's Jesus all I'm going to say. Jesus. Fire. The fire start in the first yeah, I just had this all happen. I don't think so. But anyway. I think maybe you can hit the inside behind you. Uh, <laughs> I was an altar boy. Were you an altar boy? I was a lector. I got up in red. Yeah, yeah. And I, I got out of that. I don't want to put the whole rope on. Plus, I didn't have one of my sons. <laughs> but I was it. I was a lector. I used to get up and read. I remember the word, the word of the Lord. I remember being an altar boy. One of the scariest things was going to that church when nobody was there and staring at a statue and you were just petrified and you could swear it moved. The eyes are moving. The eyes are moving. Oh, yeah. Can you believe it? He said, oh. If you if you disobey your mother, something's gonna happen to you. I would like I would like have an argument with my mom and like run out the house and like go walking down the block. And the whole time I'm walking down the block, I'm just looking over my shoulder. I'm waiting for the light to go. You don't know when you're that young. Especially I went to Catholic school. The nuns put the fear of God in you. Oh yes. Oh, oh yes. I went to Catholic school, boy, and you were petrified. Mm -hmm. And that's maybe that's a good thing because nowadays kids are getting away with things they should not get away with. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, if your neighbor slapped the crap out of you because you did something wrong, that was okay. You get another beating because your father would be like, Why'd that guy have to hate you? What did you do so bad that he had to hate you? I'm gonna have to hate you again. Now, forget it. Remember that show they had years ago called The Slap? No. It was, just, it, it was a series, it was a show, but that was network it was on, about like, uh, they were at a party, and somebody like, some, some kid was being a total jerk to the other guy's kid. The guy comes up and's like, oh, what, what are you doing? The kid's like, oh, what's up? The guy smacks him in the mouth. Now, I know a lot of kids, I, I see, forget it. You go to Starbucks or something, and if the, the mom's on the phone and the kids are pulling, throwing shit on the floor. Some of them, some of the kids need a smack in the mouth. They need a little sister Pat, a little sister Mary Alice. Yeah, spare the rod, spoil the child. Oh, yeah. Hit your kids, hit them good. That's why I need good. to be president of the United States. Mm -hmm. Once I get in the White House, he becomes vice president. We'll implement the law. Either you hit your kids or we hit them for you. Somebody. You're going to grab him by the neck. And we bring him back, though. He's going to come back. He's doing the right thing. I'm sorry, Mom. Remember that? 
My yeah, father used to say things like this. I'm going to make your ass look like the side of an apple. That's how red it's going to be. And that was all right. I my, understood. My mother told me she was going to turn my ass into a piece of leather. <laughs> she used to take the wooden spoons and hit me with them. But I guess I got so big that she would hit me with them and they would break. So one day she gets a, a, like a cherry wood spoon, supposedly a toughest spoon, right? So she goes, she comes, she runs up, she goes to hit me with it, and it cracks. And I remember, like, my life changed that day. Because <laughs> she looked at the two pieces of the wooden spoon, she looks at me, and I, I just kind of, like, smiled and closed the door to my room. <laughs> like, I got away with it. I got away with it. She waited for, like, three, four hours until I came out of my room, hit me with a broom. Look at this guy. Oh, it's uh, Anthony. My father said, you're not going to be able to sit down for five days. Oh, yeah. Right? I'm gonna, oh, yeah. I'm gonna tan your ass so hard you ain't gonna sit for five days. That was all good stuff. I think you say to your kids right now, your kids are gonna go to the police department and have you arrested for child abuse. That's disgusting. Can I but tell you one time I told the cops on my mother? No. So I went to, I, I was in I was in public school before I went to Catholic school. <clears throat> I I they sat us down and they had us watch a video on, on the definition of child abuse. So, like, if somebody takes an object and hits you with it, that's child abuse. So one day, my mother's about to smack me with a broom. And I said, I'm about, I'm about. you can't do that. She looked at me like, who the f*** are you? Tell me I can't do that. And I said, no, ma, that's child abuse. And she goes, abuse? Ab look around. Look around. You see this house? You have food every day? Are you chained to the bed? You got toys in the backyard? This is hardly abuse. And she turns around, turns me around, whacks me with the broom. So I go to the school the next day, and I go to the guidance counselor. I tell the guidance counselor, my mom hit me with a broom. And he goes, oh, my gosh. Calls the cops. The cops come down. They, they sit in the interview. And my mother gets called to the school. But the cops never spoke to my mother. The principal called my mother. And my mother's at the school. The cops are at the school. My mother's standing there, the cop's standing in front of me. The cop goes, so what'd your mother hit you with? I said, the broomstick. He goes, why? And I said, well, I, I, didn't, I didn't clean my room like I was supposed to. But it's still child abuse. And he goes, no, it's called discipline. He says, go home and clean your room before I come home. Come there and really abuse you. <laughs> That's a good story. That is a great story. For somebody to say, it's not child abuse. It's, it's discipline. discipline. That's the word. It's correct. Discipline your kids. Yeah, child abuse is like when when your dad walks in the door and hits you in the face with his belt just because you're standing there. That's child abuse. Definitely. That was a great story, and I'm glad you brought that up. Look, you got some fans from Australia. What's going on, Australia? How you doing? We're going to get on. Got to love it out there. Oh, yeah. A lot of Land Italians down on That's right. A lot of Italians in Australia. Good. And it's close to Italy. Is it really? I don't know. I just thought I'd say it's the other side of the world. <laughs> it, depends on, well, it depends on what boat you take. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on how you're going to Italy. If you're going to walk, it's very far. There are all the people writing in about how they discipline their kids. Oh, yeah. A slipper. Thank you, Jamie. Ooh, my Nonna. Hi, Diane. Charlene, Hi. miss you so much. My cousin Matthew. Right? 
We're running around, running around, running around this little house. All of a sudden, a vase falls over and breaks. Now, my grandmother's in the basement doing the laundry. We start hearing the footsteps coming up. We're like, I'm like, bro, we got to run. We got to get out of here. We got to go. So he's like, all right. I'm like, you go, you go that way. You go, you go, uh, what was it? You go east and I'll go west, right? But the wind was blowing to the east. So when my grandmother came out to the front porch, my cousin was across the street already, two houses down. My grandmother takes a little slipper off and flings it like the Heisman, just whoosh, <laughs> right? It goes perfect spiral. Hits it right in the back of the head. It falls over onto, onto um, uh, uh, Mrs. Denunzio's front lawn. Mrs. Denunzio comes out and my grandmother goes, he back in my house, he back in my house. So Mrs. Denunzio takes her shoe off and starts beating the shit out of my cousin. And I already, I made it down the block. I was saying, cousin, I'm going to you. She hit him in the back of the head with the shoe. Boom. Like oh, that. Man. She got him like, I'm reading. Found him. I remember my mother cracked me in the back of the head with a shoe once, and it was a tap shoe. And it hurt my oh, 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 oh. <laughs> a little metal piece at the bottom. But <laughs> You'll never be late for school again. No, no, I won't. I won't. Oh my gosh! Oh jeez! I remember, I remember my father. Like he, he never needed to hit hit us with anything. It's like Wait a minute, there's Dina. Oh, Dina Martin. Dina Martin's writing into the show right now. We just mentioned her a little while ago. Where is she? Dina Martin, sending you both lots of love. Dina Martin, hold it, ladies and gentlemen, one of the biggest names in the industry, Dina Martin. Good friend of everybody here, and uh, hi, Dina, and hello to your family. Honestly, she's watching the show right now. So we're in a hotel, we're about to leave, and I get a call from somebody from NBC to say, I've someone been getting trying to get in touch with you. And oh, who? She's Dina Martin. Dina Martin. D. Martin's daughter, Dina Martin. And she goes, yeah. I get on the phone, and it's Dina Martin. And I remember, I remember putting on speaker because I wanted my father to hear. I don't think I ever told her that I that I did this. And she's saying how you're bringing back the music for my father, my uncle Frank. And the whole time, me and my dad are looking at each other. The tears are welling up in my father's eyes. It was the proudest moment for him, and it was a very, very proud moment for me. And and all because Dina Martin is such a beautiful soul. I gotta thank her. She's over there. Thank you, Dina. Happy Easter. Happy Easter to Dina and John and everybody out there. Thank you so much. I have great stories to tell, of course, with being part of the Dina Martin show on yeah. tour and uh doing the Dina Martin roast like her dad oh, did and and we're gonna bring that back, Dina. We're yes. gonna do it at the Friars Club this year. Friars sure. Club. South Point, anywhere you're going, we're going. Let's oh, make yeah. that happen. It's a lot of fun, the nicest people. And you want to talk about stories of family when you listen to Dina Martin tell a story about her uncle Jerry Lewis and her uncle Frank Sinatra and Sammy Davis Jr. and so all these guys. Uncle Frank and, and like it's Uncle Sammy. I'm like, this is about <laughs> Sammy Davis Jr. Yep. Uncle Sammy. Because, and that's the way, uh, basically, you know, whether it was really your uncle or not, that's the way Italian people show respect to their families by saying uncle, aunt, right. paisan. That's right. Look at uncle that. Dina, my aunt, my, my, my sister's daughter, 
Google up the latest steps or whatever. Not even from the same part of Italy. But we called him aunt and uncle out of respect. Out of respect. It was out of respect. It was out of respect. <laughs> you know, I was telling you the other night when we went to this uh, restaurant about when Dina and John were doing the show in Connecticut and the sound didn't work. And he asked me, could you go on stage? And he handed me the bullhorn. And I think yeah. everybody thought, well, maybe he's just kidding around. And I looked at it like, well, this is a gift. Let's see what I can do. And yeah. I had a ball. Well, that's, that's the other thing. We called him the ball. The lights went out of Westbury in December. And I said, I'm not going to let this. Some of these people came from, like, Connecticut and Schlepin from Jersey and everything. I said, I'm going to go out there with a bullhorn. I'm going to do a couple songs for him. What's the big deal going to be? Next day, I'm all over the news with the bullhorn. That's no point. Attention. I didn't use the bull. You, you used the bullhorn the whole show. Even when the sun came back on. Well, yeah, you might as well make the joke repetitive. You know, and this is really, really great because you're going to be playing vibrato yeah, on May 1st, and Dina plays vibratos quite often. Why don't you guys join me at Lorenzo's on Staten Island on May 3rd? I wish. May 2nd, I'm going to be in Houston. May 3rd, I have a show in Atlantic City. How about May 4th? <laughs> isn't, isn't it great? We're actually being asked to join one of the most famous singers in the world on a podcast. <laughs> this is the greatest thing, right? It's the greatest thing ever. It's Easter. You know what, Dina? If you guys are going to be in New York City, Staten Island, are you familiar with Lorenzo's? No, well, I'm, I'm familiar with Staten Italy. Staten Italy. Staten Italy. Staten Jersey. It's just the barrier island between Brooklyn and Jersey. It's called Staten Italy. All the Jersey Italians from Brooklyn go back to Staten Island because all their family get together. All the people from Brooklyn go to Staten Island. The same thing. That's why they call the Verrazano Bridge. They call the Guinea Gangplank. <laughs> it's the Guinea Gangplank back and forth. You know, I think that's great to say that, and nothing offends me. I'm happy. As long as I'm happy, I'm having fun, bringing good food. We can and say that. You unbelievable say that. company that we were talking about, Dina Martin and John and everybody from that camp out in uh, oh, I at the restaurant that, the other okay. day, and uh, and even Joe Piscopo and, Joe and Piscopo. folks like this. So this is a blessing for us all. We're going to end this show because we got to get going. Well, why don't we just talk about one more time how we could find Sal while he's out there performing? At Sal the Voice on all social media. That's Sal the Voice on Instagram, Sal the Voice on Facebook, Sal the Voice on YouTube, Sal the Voice on Twitter, Sal the Voice NY.com for all dates. That's beautiful. Well, if you're looking for me, you can find me here on Facebook Live. Also, everybody here over on Instagram Live. And also, you can find me on all social media. Everything is at Mike Marino Live. Twitter, Instagram, of course, YouTube. My website is MikeMarino.net. I want to do a nice big shout out and a thank you to Mike Marino's live and concert sponsor, Lucatelli Cheese. That's if right. you want to have the best cheese, and I'm not even kidding around, you go to Lucatelli lucatelli.com and you look up the cheese and you look up all the Italian delicacies that they have it's fantastic and come see us live one of these days when we come into your neighborhood no matter where we go around the world from Canada to Australia to the United States we're going to be having fun if you're looking to find out where Dina Martin is performing she's writing into the show right now this is one incredible performer she is the real life daughter of the legend himself Dean Martin Dina Martin Right now, you can watch her writing into the show right now. Log into her website, which I believe is Dean, Dina Martin, 
www.dinamartin.com. But you can look her up on all social media just by going to Dina Martin. Okay, we're probably going to be doing a show together soon, which is going to be really, really great. Right now, she's saying that she's performing in Staten Island on May 3rd. We just did a nice big shout out to her, her and her career. Guys, you got to go see her show. And if she says anything like Vinny, get the bat, or she says, let it marinate, she's taking my jokes. But we want to thank you guys so much for tuning in and watching. We're all going to have a lot of fun. Remember, be nice to each other. Let's make America Italian again. Keep watching the web series. And I end my broadcast by always saying the same thing. So let's see if everybody can say it. All right, you ready? How do I end every single one of my broadcasts? By saying the same thing. Don't take no shit from nobody. All right? You've been a great crowd. Bye, everybody. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to Live from My Mother's Basement with me, Mike Marino. Make sure you log on to all my social media at Mike Marino Live on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.